0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is among us. In these trying times of the coronavirus outbreak, many ask the questions why did this happen? What does it mean? Is God trying to tell us something? Is there a reason that these things are happening? Why didn't God stop? this from happening? And some, especially in the media, look for someone to blame, whose fault is this? The answer to all of these questions can be found in the Bible, more specifically in the prophetic book of Job and Jonah. Now we all know the story of Job. Job lived a righteous life before the Lord God, and Satan didn't like that. So Satan snuck his way before the Lord God and he claimed that Job was only righteous because the Lord God blessed Job with many good things. The devil insisted that if God were to take some of the blessings away, that Job would curse God. So God permitted Satan to afflict tragedies on Job's life and on his family to test him and so he did. Satan brought all kind of tragedy into Job's life. He even brought pestilence and disease to Job's body. But Job never cursed God, not once. From this biblical story, we learn two important facts. One, that nothing happens without God's permission, nothing at all. Satan has no power over anything without God allowing him to have the ability to do something. We see this also in the book of Exodus when God hardened Pharaoh's heart against Moses and the Israelites. Pharaoh truly made the free decision to hate, but he could not even hate without God's permission. Pharaoh chose, God permitted. St. John Chrysostom writes that Satan's will is his own, but he derives his power from God, who does not allow him to act except with justice. Secondly, from the story of Job, we learn that although God does send justice to the unrighteous, Satan is the one who delivers evil into the lives of the righteous. Even though the Lord God may permit the devil to have power, it is the devil who afflicts the pestilence in our lives. Satan is trying to make us fall. That's his sole job, to make us fall. His efforts are to crush our spirit. He wants us to blame God for everything, turn our backs on God, and turn to Him. In the end, we are usually the cause of our own downfall because we have turned our backs away from God. But God will always give us the opportunity to repent and return. We find this to be true in the story of Jonah, God asked the prophet Jonah to go to the people of Nineveh. Now, Nineveh was called the great city. It would be compared nowadays to New York City or Hollywood. God told Jonah to preach in this city because, as the Lord says, quote, for for the cry of her wickedness has come to me, unquote. Now, we all know the story of Jonah as well. Jonah did not want to go. He was afraid to preach to those evil citizens. He was afraid that what might befall him. He thought the whole city would turn on him and cast him out. So Jonah boarded a ship which was sailing in the opposite direction of Nineveh. God caused the great storm to come upon the ship, and a wave took Jonah overboard, and he was swallowed up by a great fish, a whale which cast them onto the shore after three days in its belly. Jonah, Jonah finally obeyed God, and he went and preached in the city of Nineveh. They listened and repented, and God saved Nineveh from perishing. It's an important lesson there. They listened and repented, and God saved Nineveh from perishing. Today on this fourth Sunday of the great fast, we remember St. John Climacus, also called St. John of the Ladder. St. John was born about the year 525 in the city of Constantinople. He was a well-educated man, but for all his book learning, he always taught the importance of human wisdom. At the age of 16, he chose the life of absolute surrender to Jesus Christ and entered as a novice into the monastery. 4 years later he was tonsured a monk and he spent the next 19 years in the monastery with his brethren and then left to a life of solitude in the desert for 40 years. It's only been a few weeks for us in solitude and we're going nuts. He went for 40 years. He returned from the life of solitude to become the abbot of the monastery of, Saint Mount, of Mount Sinai, the mountain where God spoke to Moses from the burning bush. There was a spine-chilling event that occurred in the monastery while John was the abbot. A man dressed in a white Jewish clothes was seen serving a crowd of 600 pilgrims and then all of a sudden vanished. When the pilgrims asked of his identity, John said to them, do not bother looking for him. That was the prophet Moses serving you in his own house on Mount Sinai. While St. John was the abbot of Mount Sinai, the monks asked him to write a book of instructions. The monastic brothers called the instructions like the divinely written tablets of Moses. For the instruction of the new Israel this book has come to be known to us as the ladder of divine ascent the text begins as follows quote to all hastening to write their names in the book of life in the heaven the present book is a surpassing path traveling by this path we shall see that it, it infallibly guides those who follow its instructions it presents a firmly based ladder leading us up from the earthly to the holy of holies at the summit of which is god is the god of love End quote. we too in these troubling times may wonder why did this coronavirus come upon us The answer is that we are reaping what we have sown. We have sown greed in the world. We have sown pride in the world. We have sown righteousness. We think we are infallible. Many young families choose sports on Sundays over coming to the church. We are all living beyond our means in debt because we want the luxuries of life. Maybe it's time we get back on that ladder. Satan is pulling us off, testing us constantly. So I ask you, when this pestilence is passed, and it will pass, will we pick up our lives right where we left them? Or will we be like the citizens of Nineveh And repent from our wicked ways get back on the ladder the ladder of divine ascent as we climb our way into the eternal kingdom of heaven in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit amen Christ is among us